0: what's going on everybody welcome back to the cousin cecil show i am your host mike fowler aka cousin cecil how you guys doing on the post nut clarity day of the 15th of february day after valentine's day did you get what you want kings and queens did you get more than flowers does your partner believe in cardi b did you get grass because you got her flowers Or him. No, anyway. No, just more, how you guys doing? Hope you guys are doing well. No jokes aside. Uh, This week's probably just going to be a little bit more short and sweet because I ain't going to lie. It's more not so heavy on the games news. Some uh, nerdy news we're going to be talking about. I mean, I found some stuff. But honestly, yeah. And even, I wasn't even going to do this. I'll probably still do it the right way, I'm going to say it. But, like, even, like, this week's, like, what I've been playing, honestly, not that much. But also, I really am just more plugging it right here. Go to twitch.tv slash Cousin Cecil, and you could basically see what I've been playing for the past week. I was uh, able to stream, like, three to four days in a row, just Fortnite. And more happy, at least on my streams, I got to show some victory royales. Granted, it was in squads, but, hey, it counts. And then uh I was gonna do a little afternoon like I was gonna call it cartoon afternoon cartoons Saturday afternoon cartoons. I was gonna play some Nino Cooney remastered. But I kinda just played that off stream, like last night, just enough to basically get long story short, I got my first familiar, if you know the game. And I'm at Ding Dong Dell, the town, after you save a heart and give a heart, you know, all that shit for the meta of the game. But basically, yeah, I've been just streaming. I'm also I'm I'm still trying to figure out scheduling so I can start like promoting it the proper way. Like I've seen like one person I know for sure who's a really good like will be my influence is Ed Placencia because he uh is a variety streamer like myself. Well, I mean, he does have a couple go-to games in his pocket, but I'm going to uh, I'll need to set up a schedule, see if anybody's interested, and then boom, 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 and those are the days of precise. But basically, yeah, Twitch.tv/slash Cousin Cecil. I'd really appreciate it if you guys could even just go and hit the follow button. You know, you can put me on silent notifications and mute it. Just you know, give me get help me out. You contribute. I won't forget you. Obviously, because I do also follow backs. So, if I see you follow me, I'll follow you back on your Twitch. We're here to make a community. You know what I'm saying? But enough of that. More just so. Let's get into some gaming news and get let's get out of here. Uh, with uh, Stadia closing down their first party stuff. Also, they're losing another third party game port uh, for Terraria. And this one's kind of more, more of a humorous way, like how the articles have been posting it. But they're basically canceling the Stadia version of Terraria, which is a like a 2D Minecraft survival-based game, like like I said, Minecraft. They're canceling it, like I'm saying, just because of a uh, long story short, they lost their password or they got locked out of their Google account, so they said fuck it. So I mean, that is like again humorous. I mean. It's more to each his own whatever about the news. Uh, Some other quick news. uh, The hit anime Demon Slayer is going to get a video game that comes out for the PS5, PS4, Xbox Series X and S and Xbox One, PC. It's got new screenshots and details in right now. And uh, what is it? I'm a big fan of the Demon Slayer. And like I've. I don't think I've been saying it here, but I've been really waiting for the movie, the the Mujin Train to come out. There's been supposedly they wanted to bring it out to uh theaters because it broke like almost all the Japanese box office records. And this is probably the first one of a series to stick with me before without knowing any knowledge of how season two is gonna go. But this is the first one that in my history of being connected, I don't know anything about Naruto movies, but the movie really connects to the next events in the season compared to other ones. Like even like the My Hero, My Hero's on they're going to be on their third movie with John Cena is supposed to be being a voice actor in it. But this Demon Slayer actually affects because season one ends them jumping onto the train that's in the movie. So I think that's pretty cool. So we're going to actually have a like a full-blown hour and a half, maybe, I think it's probably going to be an hour and a half, hour 40, uh, actual little arc of uh, the whole events on that train, then it goes into season two, which is pretty cool compared to other ones that are going on right now. But uh, for the details for the game, there's been some screenshots. It looks good. Obviously, it's like that cell sh- like anime-ish, like N- N- Tar- Naruto Ultimate Ninja Storm 4. Type of style. It's from Cyber Connect 2. Uh, what is it? The controls aim to be simple and reproduce an anime exhilarating action. They also learn on the top of the solo story mode that you uh, relive the story of the anime controlling uh, Tanjiro. And the game includes online versus mode. and lets you pitch two characters from the series against each other, blah, blah, blah. So a very pretty vanilla style of an uh, anime based game. But looking forward to it, it's probably going to be pretty good. They're going to have, obviously, different styles of the weaponry because, obviously, Tandro uses water style majority of the time, but there's also, I think, wind and fire styles and shit. So we'll see when it comes out. Still just started the details, so obviously still more news to come through that. But uh, more for – we'll get back into that. But another quick news is uh, the ESA is planning a digital E3 for 2021. Which is, uh, is it good and bad? Is it cool to have in my old self to think like E3 could come back possibly in some way? Yes. But here are some of the guidelines that I've heard through the grapevines with this news. Like the ESA's intentions is to hold multiple two-hour keynote sessions from game partners, an award show, a June 14th preview night, and other similar streams. From game publishers, influencers, and media partners. Pretty cool, right? Uh-huh. Here are some of the negatives. Uh, plans have yet to be approved by the ESA members. Jeff Keighley is not, also will not be involved again. Uh, he's going to focus on his summer game event fest, which is good. I'll give him that. It is a good good fest. Uh, no t- t- new de- No details on how many have signed up yet. And apparently you need a six-figure sum is required to join the program so i'm like wow that kind of gets into the weird mud of like that's some shitty stuff so still news in particular another quick thing which is more i don't know if it's gonna be old news or new news in the sense but this last week right before valentine's day was apparently the week of uh what is it um EA was going to make the decision on what to do with Anthem. If they're going to pursue Anthem next or if not, and since obviously the day of recording, there was no reassurance or nothing in particular. So I don't know if the, movie, the the game's silently died or they're actually going to announce something. Maybe this coming during this week of this coming out. I'll let you obviously know when it does, but just, yeah, there was another small news this week. Uh, Another quick thing was uh, uh, e- or Epic Games unveiled a new meta human creator. And you guys should go check it out because it's pretty neat in the sense of like the future of what could be NPCs. These two character models, they're very pretty improved. And obviously I'm assuming it's involving, they're highlighting it for, it's a new uh, engine for developers to use. And it would be, I'm assuming, easier for them to use and help you know improve gaming which is of course what epic games has been trying to do and also you know other shit going on too but but yeah and then uh this week also for a non-gaming wise but um the last of us hbo tv series has kind of set in stone the the two actors and actress that is going to be joel and ellie and then joel apparently is going to be by Pedro Pascal and honestly I think I think he'll be a good fit of course I'm it's more all I have in my head of Pedro is the Mandalorian which obviously is him majority of the time with a mask on so whatever and then at the moment in time my head is uh, Wonder Woman 1984 I'm not saying he's not gonna be fine but uh, there was a rumored uh possible other actor for Joel And that was There was a r- well rumor that it was supposed to be Mahershala Ali He was supposed to get Joel's spot And he was in the talks to get Joel's spot But there's never been a deal made And then uh, Bella Ramsey is going to be Ellie And she was from Game of Thrones And uh, that's basically what I know her from and that's a, I think it's good to always get different facial interpretations of the people i don't have no qualms like oh joel has to be this or ellie has to be look like this i think these actors and actresses will be doing a pretty good job they have the writer for chernobyl helping produces into a tv format and i'm looking forward to it obviously they're just some small news for the week of that and then uh also, speaking of HBO, there was some rumors, or there is some rumors. Nothing set in stone yet. Uh, HBO is trying to work out deals with CW to get some of their shows to be premiering on HBO Max on like on one night, and then the next night premieres on CW. I don't know if this is just involving Arrowverse or like a new uh, show calling of it. Like you know, it could be dum 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 whatever just the idea that it's going to be on CW uh like produced show but it's going to be on HBO Max a day before still rumors coming out there the only other rumor i heard was that they were going to work on a Wonder Girl TV show using the newest uh uh Wonder Woman from the Future State stuff and that was just got uh thrown away they're not gonna do that no more so i think that's kind of stupid because i think that would have been pretty cool for a fresh way of like having a new a new character with like uh historic backgrounds of like i i e like you know wonder woman but obviously with a different out you know coming out of well oh, i'm stupid too i forgot pedro was in game of thrones as well after i was looking up little things the remember talk about yeah, he's the snake, so obviously I've seen him... I've only seen him as a, you know, fancy sword person who dies, so this is going to be interesting to see him as Joel. I'm not saying he can't do it, I'm just saying another little tidbit that I remembered. <laughs> Back to some quick game news of, uh... Apparently also this week there was some unannounced teasing of a unannounced uh, Halo game, seemingly in development. The news came out of IGN. Uh... Nothing really more to say besides more Halo news. Like, uh, they just announced that they are done working on, like, any more DLC or whatever for Halo Wars 2. So, whatever. And then also, uh, apparently 343 teases a new place to play, new a new place and a way to play the Master Chief Collection during this week. But there was no uh, rumor, or not rumor, there was no announcement. So, it's still out in the folds if it's going to happen. I don't know if they're trying to hint at maybe like a cloud base, so you can play Halo Master Chief Collection on your phone. I don't know if that's possible right now since I'm not in the Xbox ecosystem. But yeah, there's some other little tidbit news. And then also, uh, what was another thing that came out this week? Uh, well, actually, I'll say that because it also gives me a little bit more time because it's probably going to be definitely a short and sweet. Uh, today, we got the... Uh, official first trailer for the Zack Snyder's Justice League and I'm going to break it down a little bit because it's it's my um I love it and also I hate it at the same time for little tidbits of like all the this whole mediocrity that's been going through with it uh first my first impressions when I saw it uh it looks good well, I wasn't expecting anything less for myself because you can't get any worse. Uh, I really dig the color scheme. I know people are saying like he's been trying to use a lot more grays in this. Uh, it looks good. It looks interesting, this idea of... It's just a trailer, so I'm not going to spoil anything besides what's in the trailer. It's a two-minute long trailer, uh, but the idea that when Superman dies in uh, BVS his voice echoes out and like basically probably informs the whole world that God died, like how they're making a sound. Uh, that seems interesting. That's a good way to make it. So the world understands the, the grasp of it that were, he was trying to do. Well, it was trying to be shown in the, the original cut, blah, blah, blah. And then also, uh, I really am digging already without getting some clear, good shots or like, you know, watching the show itself. I do like Darkseid's appearance. There are some, there are some things to it because it also that goes into my feelings on Steppenwolf in general too. Because they finally showed also Steppenwolf outside of that weird, glitzy metal fucking armor, which I'm not a fan of. But it, that's a whole another. I actually don't mind the original cut Steppenwolf because of when you go look at Steppenwolf on in a uh, comic book. It's different, but it was closer to a comic in the original Josh Whedon cut. So I'm gonna say like that. This new one seems so alien that it looks kind of like like what are you alien? Like, eh. But Dark Side doesn't look bad. I mean, there's some things that you could always have room for improvement on everything. Um, I like seeing that there's Big Bar in the background of with Dark Side. I like also uh what is it? If we get two hours of character development and then two hours of like the, the thing they were trying to do in the first, in the movie, I'll be okay with this. I like also uh, I'm really interested in this nightmare uh parts of this movie because it involves uh um, they ended it because everything else is kind of normalized. They saw like you saw more of the final battle. With Steppenwolf and like, you know, Wonder Woman flipping over her. You saw the black suit. You saw. But the thing that gets me more intrigued on this whole idea is the nightmare world that Batman sees, where he's obviously in the trench coat and with the gun and shit. This trailer shows this is where uh, Jared Leto comes back as the Joker. And the interesting part that they don't really try to focus on. Is that there's like cyborg behind Batman? So why is he in this nightmare vision if it's a dream of it and like all this stuff? It has a lot to unpack, and I think I'm I'm praying to God four hours will give it all so we can have a nice bow and say send it off. Because also at this moment in time while recording this, Zack Snyder has also confirmed that Warner Bros says uh we're not doing anything else with Zack Snyder in mind yet. I know he likes to play coy with his fans to keep them you know keep the keep the pulse running But right now that Warner Brothers is like yeah we're, we're finishing this but we're gonna set this to rest but we'll see I'm not trying to be optimistic but, oh yeah he's coming I'll probably see a comic book before we see another movie but uh seeing Joker for a quick second it was so quick I, you can't even put a judgment call on it but the idea that him going like looks like they might have to slowly work together at this moment in time but we'll see maybe they're just red herring us what some things i do not like is i don't like that they're trying they're apparently the snyder cut's going to be in a 4.3 aspect ratio so that is going to be like old school tvs not widescreen i don't understand why he said that that's just his original fucking vision for the show uh the idea of the original like it just goes in these weird little things that, like, okay, you want to make it like not it's not perfect, but like the idea of like you are trying to close to a perfect square. Are you trying to be smart aleck and try to say, oh yeah, it's gonna look really close to like a comic book? Please don't. I wanted the widescreen because like that's the idea that they, he does. He does these weird carrots on a stick that I I'm starting to catch on. So the idea of like with Batman versus Superman, I bought the Ultimate Edition. Woohoo! And then couple like. A year later goes, oh no, we're gonna reissue out the movie, but now it's gonna be the actual IMAX aspect ratio of the movie in of in a thing. I'm like, God damn. I didn't buy it. Just so people know, I'm not I didn't jump off the clip. But that idea. So they're gonna have the Snyder cut in 4.3 on HBO Max. I guarantee if they put this on DVD, there'll be another model with the widescreen edition. I hope, because I don't want to buy a fucking 4.3 aspect ratio movie and watch it on a big ass, you know, people have 65, 75 inch TVs and you're watching a fucking that. So that's the only parts of it. I do like what it looks like it's doing. I do like, uh, I do like seeing that they're going to put some better, like, (sighs) I just like knowing that we're going to get a movie that's going to have the same uh, heaviness and like the same darkness as Batman versus Superman, and like because I think that's what we're going to need. I'm not saying because like how I word it, like how would I man? When I think Justice League, I think that, but like I don't have no problem how Aquaman switched to like more of a higher action. Not so heavy, but Aquaman was pretty good. You know what I'm saying? In the movies, I liked Wonder Woman '84. I'm also one of the fucking people that like Wonder Woman '84. But I like also Shazam. Shazam is very lighthearted. With uh, uh, it's probably one of the better, it's probably one of the best DC movies. Shazam. I'm looking forward to the second one. But, but yeah, we got our trailer today. It looks great. Uh. It has interesting spot because it involves, you see more of how Flash, this Flash, uses his power since he's not like the, the TV style of like zip, zip, zip. This one kind of slows down time around him and he can run because you get to see him actually catch Iris outside the, like jump, getting tossed out of the car that's in the car crash that you see in the previous trailer. So that's pretty cool. Uh, and they also just set in stone, not set in stone, it was already known, but like March 18th, they will be there March 18th, blah, blah, blah. The Age of Heroes is coming again, and apparently the internet's crazy about hearing that (laughs) the Joker's saying we live in society, Mapman, which is apparently a Seinfeld and all their internet inside joke shit. But, but yeah, uh, another quick note, I mean... I think that's basically it for me in the sense of that spots. I guess I can also say um, I think WandaVision has really finally. We could WandaVision could literally have been episode four and on. We could have you could have cut out one two three and I wouldn't even give a shit that I didn't see the birth of Billy and Tommy. But but I'm gonna say WandaVision's catching a right type of stride to go to the right direction. And then also this week it was confirmed that the next three episodes of WandaVision are going to be an hour long. So, wow. Thank God. Because this has been really tough to watch. 30 minutes, 7 minutes of fucking credits, and then bye. Uh, so, without spoilers, I de- well, I'm going to spoil some shit. Episode 6 of WandaVision, obviously, uh, it was the Halloween one that we've been getting teased onto the whole trailers where like Wanda gets to dress up as like almost to the original setup as the Scarlet Witch Vision looks like old Vision and uh, Petro is back and it's obviously Evan Peters from the Fox Universe Quicksilver he's dressed up as Quicksilver and obviously it's really cool to see Tommy and Billy dress up as their hero characters Speed and Wiccan and um uh, this was probably, this felt a little rushed because of I of the 30 minutes, but it wasn't, it was, uh, I think episode five had the best balancing act of TV sitcom in like Marvel universe situations. And then, um, episode six though, had the most, uh, I guess moved the plot. And also this is the one that would be, would be the, the turning of events and plot, like the plot thickens. Because at the end, Vision kind of went outside the bubble and then started decaying because, spoiler, Vision is dead. And then Wanda finds this out and she actually made the bubble bigger. And she actually took out the sword station and made the sword station look like a circus and a clowns and all that stuff. Which is going to be interesting for this. And then the other big thing was uh, Darcy is in the bubble now too we don't know what she's gonna look like we're gonna find out within the next three episodes but the only people that are not in the bubble is uh jimmy woo with monica rambo and i want to say um the bad guy not he's not a bad guy yet if he is going to be one but the leader of sword who's who's been a real dickhead in the whole show he also is not in the bubble. So we're going to see how that goes and the plot thickens. And I'm really excited for three more hour episodes so we can actually get some real information going on. But, but yeah. And then people are also just more saying this out there for a rumor. People are rumored that this is for, might be their way to get actually mutants into the Marvel universe. And they're going to use that, the bat, not the bag, the the head guy from sword and WandaVision. To become maybe the guy who pushes the idea of maybe Sentinels, the the robots that kill mutants, into the Marvel Universe because of how his actions are right now. And trying to push, he wants to kill Wanda. He's really fucking nervous of Wanda. Wanda, Wanda, Wanda. You know what I'm saying? And the idea that his background at this moment in time looks like he's really interested in that. And only pursuing people of those powers. So we'll see how that goes down the road if yeah, this keeps continuing, possibly getting X-Men into the Marvel Universe, that'd be cool but yeah uh, that's again, that's what's going to be for this week, pretty short and sweet week, again I'm really more here, you know, I want to be consistent, I want to try to get another episode out there if anybody's listening, that'd be cool you know, send me a tweet at MikeFowler93 on Twitter, to say hey um, we're here for, you know, blah 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 say good job, you don't have to just say hey what's up You know, I'm very on there. I'll be, I'll reply back. Uh, Hopefully you'll catch me on there. Also setting up a schedule for Twitch. But yeah, this week's Hot Picks is, uh, we're going to start out with movie because I think it's going to do a trickle down system for the music too. A movie is going to be Judas and the Black Messiah. That movie was very good. It was, it's on HBO Max. It's one of those ones that was, uh, Set to premiere on the same day and date As HBO Max It involves uh, The the last Year and a half of uh, Fred Hampton He's obviously was uh, one of the more uh, Outspoken Black Panther activists Back in like the 69 uh, He's Part of the He was the, the leader of the Chicago Branch of the Black Panthers And This movie is pretty phenomenal. I think it's great. And the thing that catches my eye every time now because of getting older is this, these events that we watch and it ends in, well, I think it ends or maybe I'm a little off on my timing, but this ends like in the year of 1969. And you just take a step back. We're in 2021, 1970. Is not that far back. It's literally uh, just 40 years. Well, 40 and some change. Excuse me. I'm not trying to downside what I'm trying to explain. But the idea of... We are not that far away from how it was back then. There has been some leaps and bounds, but there's some real still under underbelly shit going on that needs to change, and I hope... We keep moving forward. I'm not saying that, but the idea of this movie is just a small section of like the whole idea. This involves... Um, the reason I bring it up like this is because um, the actor, uh, Daniel Kaluuya, oh, the whole thing, please God, kind of said his name right. He's obviously from Get Out. He's in Black Panther. Um, he's in uh, Queen and Slim. He did a phenomenal Fred Hampton. And the idea of... What I'm trying to say is, like, you know, that part of Chicago, he started, like, the Rainbow Coalition, so it wasn't just, like, it's not just a black thing in this, stick with me, I'm going to say, but they had the Black Panthers join up with, like, uh, another uh, group of, like, it was, like, the Latinos, it seemed like, and there was also, these ones, they called them Young Patriots, but obviously these, you know, poor white people they just trying to make a coalition about trying to take a stand on what was going on with the government, and then, obviously, the government clap back and that's why this is a movie and obviously is so it was really good and the best also part was because he whoever i can't even remember the director's name i feel bad saying like that but the the director did a really good job filming it not even just for the fred hampton part because the main part of the judas in the is obviously the judas part which is uh William O'Neill of this whole story. William O'Neill was the a CIA plant kind of that got into the Black Panthers and got almost become like a right hand man for Fred. And uh, William is played by Lakeith Stanfield, who's also in Get Out, but also is from a what's that movie? Uh, I he was in the movie Sorry to Bother You and of course Uncut Gems. But it was he does a really good job. Every All the actors and actresses did a great job But the idea of This idea of Seeing a guy who feels He was like He did the wrong way of doing it. He was obviously a plant for the FBI But the idea that It was such an interesting Outlook to look at And the other big highlight was Which I was surprised too Because I, I don't really look into this shit But the idea of this, Fred Hampton died at twenty-one. He was shot and killed by the CI from the FBI in his sleep at 21 years old. And that gets into like the idea, like, you know, some shit doesn't change. Just look at what happened last summer with uh Brianna Taylor. It's just some it's just crazy how history does this shit and like this the idea like we need to move forward. But I really request I hope everybody goes and checks out Judas and the Black Messiah. It's a phenomenal thing. It's definitely out of the the three or well, yeah, three movies that was a straight to movie or straight to HBO Max. We we'll go by 80, 1980, or nineteen eighty four Wonder Woman and the little things with Denzel Washington, Judas and the Black Messiah outshines them all, hands down. But I would really check it out. It's a great movie. And then uh for music off of the Judas and the Black Messiah soundtrack. I really like that, um, Nipsey Hussle and Jay-Z's, uh, new song, What It Feels Like. And then for comics, uh, I'm gonna say, uh, pff, uh, DC's Truth and Justice Issue 1 is a, is a comic story with Vixen, and then also I got two quick other ones, is, um, if you guys see this week, on this is February 17th I'm talking about, there's going to be a Captain America variant of him fighting a uh, Xenomorph from uh, Alien. So I thought that was pretty cool. I was there trying to hint at, you know, this March starts uh, the Alien and Predator comic book series through Marvel. And apparently, I'm just saying this because if you are a comic book head and likes the idea of getting variants, apparently there is this new indie comic called Best Car coming out issue one and there is a somewhere in this world there is a one in one thousand edition of this cover and this cover is apparently already selling for twenty five hundred dollars. Not saying you go buy it for twenty five hundred because there's some places you can possibly find it for, you know, closer to cover price. Maybe one of those ones if you're at the store that same day. But obviously it's one in one thousand so you probably have to be like in the big leagues like New York or uh chicago or something to get some big time movement of comic books to get that issue cover but i just thought it was kind of interesting but yeah again thank you guys for listening follow me on twitter at mike 93 i really appreciate it also twitch.tv slash cousin cecil that's c-u-z and c-i-s-e-a-l and then uh but yeah uh, thank you all until uh, next time be good to each other and uh, peace. And also, I forgot, uh, go listen to the Garbage Opinions podcast where I'm also part of the crew. We also now got a brand new RS, uh, its own feed, and you can go look it up anywhere. It might be, it's probably everywhere you listen to podcasts now. Ozzy with me, Devin Cox, Adam Nutter, uh, Mike from What Up, Doe. And then DJ Team Hines, uh, we do a lot of possibly cancelized shit on there. But we're slowly and surely going to get on there, uh, You know, get all of the episodes out. We're going to you know, keep pumping it as a bi-weekly podcast. And also you can follow uh, Garbage Podcast on Twitter. Uh, I heard the guy who handles that Twitter handle is pretty cool. But yeah, thank you all for listening. And again, till next time. Be good to each other and peace.